Hey family, how are you? I pray all is well in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. How are you family? How is your new year's going so far? I pray it is going well. So family, I am super, super excited to what God is doing. Um, I mentioned on my last podcast that I joined this new social media app called Clubhouse and I entered into a room um, and it's called the Mindset Mastery Suite and it's ran by uh, a beautiful woman of God named Lindsay Bertner. She's an amazing woman of God with an amazing testimony. And what I love about this room is because it's based off of Joyce Meyer's Battlefield of the Mind. And she has a devotional for 100 days. So what Lindsay was doing is for the next 100 days, we will discuss each devotional. She would come on, she would read, and those who want to come up and give their, you know, opinion or their thoughts or their questions or concerns after she reads the devotion. And family, we're on day seven, and it is awesome. When I say awesome, it is awesome. The the beautiful women that are coming in, doctors and psychiatrists, I mean, amazing women of God from all over the world, from different walks of life. And I'm just, I've been super, super encouraged. I'm super excited to go on and dialogue with my brothers and sisters. And like I said, I love the podcasting, but once again, it's pre-recorded and then you guys get to listen to it, but it's nothing like being able to connect with you guys and talk with you and see what's on your mind and what's on your heart. So I really, really love this opportunity that I got to really network with so many different sisters on so many different levels and it's truly have been a blessing it truly has um i'm not sure if any of you are familiar with battlefield of the mind by joyce myers maybe you read it maybe you have not but it is an awesome read because going into 2021 we need our mind completely on point the enemy is after our mind he's after our thoughts he's after our faith he's after you know us really having a made-up mind when it comes to god so to really start off the new year focusing on the mind and focusing on how to cultivate and how to pursue and how to really engage in the things of god without letting negative thoughts consume us is so important to me i can't really speak for anybody else but this is an excellent excellent start of my new year and what i love uh yesterday we was talking it was we was talking of day six and we were talking about you know the enemy lies and how he uses other people to hurt you and talk about you and, you know, call you names and, you know, make you feel inadequate or belittle you. And the word that came to me was um, Matthew sixteen thirteen through 20. And in the Bible, Jesus asked the disciples, who do men say that I am? And the disciples was telling him, you know, some says you're John the Baptist. Some say you're Elias, Jeremiah. And then Peter says, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. But what I love most importantly, Jesus turned to them and asked them, but who do you say that I am? Because what we believe God to be in our life is what God can be. Jesus could only be what we think he can be. Amen. 
it, it's so real. It is so real. Even in Mark 6, 4 through 6, the Bible says that Jesus could not do many things in his own country due to disbelief. And that broke Jesus' heart because he wanted to be that healer. He wanted to be that friend. He wanted to be that support. But I can only be what you call me. Hallelujah. I can only be what you call me. That's why he turned to disciples. Who do you say that I am? Because I believe that it's very important for 2021 for us to have a made up mind of who we know Jesus to be. Who do you say that I am? That is Jesus asking you today. Who do you say that I am? Because the enemy is going to come and the enemy is going to throw darts and the enemy is going to make you question the character of God and going to make you question the character of who you are in the image of God. So not only do you need to ask yourself, who is Christ? We need to ask ourselves, who do I say that I am? When you look in the mirror, who do you say that you are? Are you speaking those negative thoughts? Are you speaking, you know, what everybody else has said about you? Or are you truly declaring and decreeing the word of God over your life. So the Holy Spirit was just ministering to me while class is going on. And we have many different women coming up, sharing their testimonies, how they're going through with their mental state and their walk with God and the lies of the enemy and the insults and the ridicule and the this and that. And the Holy Spirit is just ministering to me the importance of not only in this season to know who Jesus is, who do we say Jesus is? Who do we say we are made in his image to have a made up mind of who Jesus is and to have a made up mind who you are in Christ. That no matter what lie of the enemy comes your way, no matter what lie he, he uses with family and friends and loved ones, because he's always going to use someone to hurt you. He's always going to use someone to come against the idea that God called you to be great. He's going to use someone to ridicule you. He's going to use someone with their opinions and we have to be comforted in this season that I know who I am and I know who Jesus is without a shadow of the doubt because our mind is under attack daily. And I just wanted to come on and share with you guys what I have been experienced over the past few days as I've been entering the um, room, the mindset mastery suite and really engaging with the women and just loving on them and having the opportunity to speak to them. And it, it's just been really awesome family, really, really awesome. And I truly, truly thank God for this great opportunity. I truly thank God for even putting it on Lindsay's heart to do the devotional of the mindset mastery, because you know, this is what he's been working with me the end of last year, even until now. So when I saw it, I knew it was confirmation for me. And as the days go and the spirit of God just move in those rooms, I know for a fact that God is leading this and it's so key. And I'm just so excited for what's to come. I'm so excited for the next what we are on day seven, the next 93 days of what God is going to do and how he's going to heal and how he's going to break yokes. And it's so key that in order for us to really, you know, really walk in the, the, the promises, which are yea and amen, to have a made up mind of who Christ is. Who do you say that I am? Because Jesus can only be what you say he is. Take off the limitations of God. And I know I might have said this on another podcast, but this is the word that the Lord put on my heart because this is what we need right now. Who do you say that I am? Because the hour is come. The hour is now. And we have to have a made up mind. Our identity is on attack. 
the identity of God and his character and his love and his truth is under attack and we have to be confident. So I just been really soaking in that to the point where 12 o'clock this morning, actually, I woke up and the spirit of God brought it back to me, family. They, he brought it back to me. Who do you say that I am? So I had to go and read it. I was like, okay, Lord, you really want me to get something. You really want me to see something. So I began to get the Bible and I began to open up Matthew 16 and I started reading it again. And it was just like the Holy Spirit is just ministering to me. Who do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am? I know what I've prayed for. I know what I'm asking God to do in this season in my life. That how I want him to catapult me and how I want him to shift and align. And this is so, uh, uh, so on time for me because for me to have that, dis- that, 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 that made up mind, having that distinct and thought, this is who Jesus is. If what I'm praying for, do how, let me slow down. You know how your sister get. (laughs) And what I'm praying for is my vision in line with it. Do I see Jesus the same way I'm petitioning and praying because it's key? We could say one thing with our mouth, but what is going on in the posture of our heart? Do I believe Jesus to do it? Do I believe that the Jesus that walked on water and opened up blind eyes and caused the lame to walk and turn water into wine? Do I believe the same Jesus that cleansed 10 lepers? Do I believe that Jesus worketh for me? Do I believe that same Jesus loved me? Do I believe that same Jesus is going to do exceedingly abundantly be above all that I can ask, think, or imagine? And I'm just asking you, my brother, I'm asking you, my sister, do you believe in that Jesus Christ? Do you believe in that Jesus Christ without the limitations, without being put in a box, the same Christ, hallelujah, the same Christ, He shows no partiality. He shows no partiality and he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So 12 o'clock this morning, I am just soaking on Matthew 16 and I'm just reading and reading and just saying, Lord, I I, I believe you to be this and Lord, I believe you to be that. I'm making it my declaration. I'm even putting it on my wall. This is who I believe you to be in this season of my life, not just not just overall, but what I'm looking for you this season in my life. I'm being particular. Hallelujah. I'm being very particular and I'm being very intentional of who I say Jesus is in this season in my life. And my sister, I need you to be very intentional and I need you to be very, you know, focused on who Jesus is to you in this season of your life. My brother, who is Jesus to you in this season of your life? Who do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am? And then another thing that the Holy Spirit, as I was reading, he, I mean, I just love, I just love the Lord and I just love the Holy Spirit. Amen. And when I was reading this, the Lord showed me something else that was just like, what? God, you're so good. So as I was reading, when I got to the part, when Jesus said to Peter, Flesh and blood did not reveal this unto you, but my father who is in heaven. Amen. So as I'm reading, it was like the Holy Spirit put a question in my heart. Why did God tell Peter? Amen. So as I'm I'm reading, I'm reading the Holy Spirit just begin to minister to me. The scripture that came to me was in the beginning was the word and the word was God. 
and the word was with God and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. So as that scripture is coming to me, I'm, I'm putting everything together. And just like that, the Holy Spirit, anytime you're in the presence of the Lord like that, the disciples walked with Jesus. The disciples ate with Jesus. The disciples, you know, communed with him day after day after day. They didn't know he was the living word. They didn't know he was the living word. And at that point in time, the Holy Spirit didn't come yet. So God had to be the one to step in and give that revelation because the spirit of God didn't come on the scene yet. It was only when Jesus ascended unto heaven. So God was just telling me that anytime you're in the presence of God like that, anytime you soaking with him and you're walking with him and you're talking with him and you supping with him and you eating with him, there is a guarantee that revelation will come to you. The same way the revelation came to Peter and he he was able to declare and decree you are the Christ the son of the living God the same way that revelation came to him there's some revelation that God want to give to you the more you're in the presence of God the more you sit with God the more you eat with God the more you I mean I was up crying 12 o'clock this morning because it really hit me I never looked at it that way they didn't know he was the word made flesh they didn't know and each and every one of them are walking with him and talking with him. So the spirit of God was just really loving on me this morning that you can guarantee that there will be revelation every time you're in the presence of God. Every time you sit with Jesus, every time you walk with him, can't nothing come but re revelation. You can't get nothing but revelation when you spend that much time in the word of God. So I was so grateful when he woke me up this morning. I got excited. I started praying in the spirit and I ain't want to wake nobody up. But I, I was feeling so good. I, I Honestly, I really didn't care. And I just started shouting and I started praising and tears are rolling down my eyes because it really ministered to my spirit. How God want to reveal some stuff to us, but it's going to require us in this season to walk with Christ and to eat with Christ and to sit with Christ and to be still with Christ. Because the disciples walked with Jesus day in and day out and they listened to his stories and they listened to him preach and they it, it was just beautiful. But they didn't know he was the word made flesh. They didn't know. And because the Holy Spirit wasn't yet, wasn't there yet, God still wanted to show his sovereignty and his power by, be, by revealing revelation to Peter. And I was like, Lord, you're awesome. Lord, you're awesome. Lord, you're awesome. And even for Jesus to say, you know what? You didn't get this wisdom from man. Flesh and blood couldn't have did this. This is what happens when you spend time with me, Peter. My father in heaven revealed this to you. And I just worship the Lord today, family. I just truly worship him. And I just wanted to share that with you. I really just wanted to share that with you, family. Like, not only being, you know, really sure in your heart who Jesus is with, to you. Who do you say he is in this hour? To know that you are guaranteed revelation. Whatever you're seeking in 2021, whatever you're praying for in 2021, to the amount of time you spend in the word, you are guaranteed revelation. Flesh and blood cannot reveal unto us the things that we need right now. Flesh and blood cannot reveal unto us what we need right now. 
We need divine revelation. So I was just truly blessed this morning. I, I was just truly blessed this morning because Lord knows my prayers. Lord knows my heart. Lord knows what I'm asking for. And he just keeps loving on me and keeps sharing and keep encouraging me in ways that I can't even comprehend family. And like I said, I could have easily, that revelation came to me when I, I got up out of my bed. I had to get up already about 4.30 to start getting myself ready for work. I could have easily be like, I, I'm tired. I'm going to sleep. I wasn't quite sure why the Holy Spirit put it on my heart at 12 o'clock in the morning. The same word that I spoke on the day before. So I, it was just on my heart. I said, okay, let me get up. Let me read. Let me read. And in obedience, I, I went to the word of God and I began to read Matthew 16, 13 through 20. And then the Holy Spirit was able to point that out to me. The importance of being obedient. And I know sometimes we are tired and we're overwhelmed and overworked and overlooked. And sometimes it, it just takes a lot out of you. And you don't have enough time to really sit with God and read the word of God. But I'm truly encouraging you in 2021 to not only up your prayer life, but up your reading the word of God. Like revelation is going to come when you spend time in the word. The disciples spent time with the word. And revelation came. So I just truly pray that this encouraged you. I pray that I know I say it a lot and I know I spoke on it on many occasions, but we cannot get enough of the word. You can never have enough of the word. You can never say I'm good. I had enough. There's always room for revelation and wisdom and understanding and healing and peace and joy. We should never get to a place that we feel like we got enough. I can't I don't have enough. I, I, I'm always yearning and desiring for more of Christ. I'm desiring for him to show up and show out on so many, so many ways that I can't even explain. And I have to be willing to decrease. I have to be willing to set my myself aside and be willing to get inconvenience and get uncomfortable and be obedient when God says get up and when God says read and when God says pray, who do you say that I am? These are important. And I just pray, I just pray that the spirit of God is breathing on you right now. I pray that he gives you uh, the stamina. I pray that he gives you the energy because I know many of you may be working or your family and you got so much to do on your plate. And maybe you just don't have the time to pray like you used to. And maybe you don't have the time to read like you used to. But I'm praying for a sweet anointing to rest upon you now in this hour, right now, even as you hear my voice, that a sweet anointing rest upon you that would break the yoke of procrastination, that would break the yoke of laziness, that would break the yoke of you not being eager to go and to read the word of God and go into prayer. I pray for a sweet anointing over you right now in your home. And, and, and I pray that the spirit of God raise that standard in the spirit against the enemy that is hindering you in your prayer life and hindering you in reading the word of God. I pray that in the name of Jesus Christ, because this is the hour God want to talk to his children. Hallelujah. This 
This is the hour that God wants to speak to you face to face like a friend, like he spoke to Moses. Hallelujah. I feel you, Jesus. I feel you, Holy Ghost. This is the hour he wants to talk to his children. So we have to give him room and we have to give him space. And it was by being in the word that the revelation came. And I'm telling you, my brother and sister, the revelation you seek is in the word. The revelation you seek is you setting some time aside to get in the presence of God. The revelation that you seek is you taking that time to enter into the secret place and pray like you have never prayed before and to see like you have never interceded before. This is the hour. This is the time that God is looking for the modern day roofs and the modern day Davis and Jeremiah and the Estes to rise up, rise up, rise up, rise up in the name of Jesus Christ. This is the hour and it's on my spirit so heavy. Like I said, 12 o'clock this morning, he had your sister up reading the word and Usually I'm up around, like I said, 4, 430, and I let that time be my devotional time. And I let that time be the time that I pray and I read some scriptures, but he had me up. I woke up and I just was like, okay. And then that word came on my spirit. And I'm like, okay, Lord, I was, I was ministering on this today. I was talking about this today in the, on a clubhouse. What you trying to tell me, Lord, what you want to say to me? And so I just, in obedience, just got up and we have to be obedient and get up. We have to be obedient and get our Bibles or pull out our phone when the Holy Spirit tug on your heart to read. He may drop a certain word that he put on your spirit. I'm sorry. He may drop a word that maybe already been on your spirit and he wants you to meditate on it a little longer. Or maybe he just bringing something new to you and he wants you to go seek and gain understanding because he wants to talk to you and he wants to give you clarity and he wants to give you understanding and he wants to show up and show out like you're asking him to. So you got to give him room to, you got to give him that space to, you have to spend time in the word of God, my brothers and my sisters. So I truly pray in the name of Jesus Christ that this encourage you to really just, I mean, get into a relationship with your Bible. Get in a relationship with your Bible. If you have never, ever been so serious with reading the word of God, now is the time. God does not really say anything aside, aside from his word. That is his character. That is his personality. These are his laws. These are his statutes. And they change not. So you want to hear from God? You want to see him. You want his glory to be made manifest. You want to see his promises, which are yea and amen. Get in a relationship with your Bible. Maybe it's sitting on the table. Maybe it's on your dresser. Get it, crack it open and just begin to just read. And maybe you don't understand it and you got to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to open your eyes and creating you a clean heart that you can understand the word of God. Because when you seek him, and seek him with your whole heart. He will be found. Amen. He will be found. God is faithful to his promises. God is faithful to his word. Anybody that seeks his face shall be like you. You cannot. You cannot not find God when you seek him with your whole heart. You can't. I can, I can honestly say when I really made up my mind and I positioned myself to seek the face of God, I always saw his face. He never turned me away. He never turned me away. And there's no difference between me and you. 
He shows no partiality. All he need is you to have a willing heart to seek his face. Like David, a man after his heart. It's not about you being perfect. It's not about you falling short. It's not about you missing the mark. It's about you being intentional and having a heart after God. God can deal with our sin. God can deal with our shortcomings, but he need a willing vessel that wants to be in his presence. He need a willing vessel that's eager to learn more of him. He needs a willing vessel that wants to understand the mysteries. Hallelujah. That wants to understand the mysteries of who he is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I feel the Holy Spirit right now. So family, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you set some time and maybe you need to write some stuff down, get a pen, get a journal, and you begin to declare and decree who you say Jesus is in this hour, in this hour. What I love about God, what I love about God is throughout the Bible, when he dealt with different people at different times, they built altars unto God for a specific thing that God did. This is Jehovah Jireh, our provider. Or this is El Royai, the God who sees. They made altars to, the, to, to who God was to them in that season in their life. Who is God in this season in your life? Okay, maybe last season he was your healer. Maybe last season he was your provider. And even don't misinterpret. He's all these things. He's all these things. But God want to show up in a special way just for you. And he wants you to be able to build that altar and say, this is Elohim. This is, this is unto El Shaddai. This is unto Jehovah Tiskanu. We have to begin to make altars unto God when he begins to show up with his provision and his protection and his love and his grace and his mercy and his consistency and his faithfulness. We have to begin to build altars unto God like they did in times past that they wanted to show God that I see you, that I acknowledge what you did for me. I acknowledge how you didn't turn me away. I acknowledge how you love me unconditionally. So I'm going to build this altar unto you and I'm going to declare and decree who you are and my life. Who do I say that you are? This is who you are to me, Jesus. This is who you are to me, Lord. We got to begin to do that in this season because we Jesus is looking for us to be intentional. He's looking for us to have a made up mind and he's looking for us to have confidence. Confidence. You act completely different when you have confidence. Confidence in a God you serve. In, in different particular areas in our life. Like I said, we some areas we have yet to see God show up. And that's who God want to be for you in this hour. Who do you say that I am? So family, I love you. I love you. I love you with the love of God. And know that God loves you so much. He loves you so much. And he wants to be the God you need in this season, this season in your life. And he wants to... Open your eyes and give you that divine revelation. He really do. He really do. He really, this is the hour I feel it like never before. The spirit of God. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You are worthy to be praised. So family, I pray this encourages you. I pray that it, it, it strengthens you. I pray that it quickens you to really get in a relationship with the word. There's so much to be distracted with. There's so much, so much to be distracted with. It's so easy, but it's up to us to 
be accountable, to be accountable and not to play the blame game, but be accountable for our spiritual walk with God. We got to be accountable, family. So I pray that this pushes you and drives you into the living word, that you too may receive the revelation that you're crying for, that you too may receive what God has for you in this hour. For your eyes haven't seen, nor have your ears heard, nor have it entered into your heart what God has in store for you. So family, I love you. May God bless you. May he keep you until we speak again. Have a blessed day.